Hello and welcome to Property Mastermind Podcast episode 109 with Hilary Saxon and Bob Anderson. I say it different ways each time, Bob <laughs> Anderson do. and Hilary Saxon. Today, how too many life rules or how life rules will stop you being a successful property developer. Nice. This is more around the type of person you need to be to be successful in property development, but in life. You're going to find this very interesting. If you're stuck somewhere, this is the one that you might want to tune into. Let's jump into episode 109. Woohoo, Bob. Ooh. We're marching through them, aren't we? Punching them out. Love a good podcast. <laughs> Look at us go. You yeah. listen to the beginning ones. Every now and then I do listen to one of our podcasts and I and I think, oh, they're not bad. Hmm. I quite like it. And it's hard to listen to yourself. One well, a week. Yeah. I follow different podcasts myself and yeah, they maybe one a month. Oh, we're know. consistent. Yeah. We're consistent. Hmm. Sometimes their last minute was like, oh my gosh. Anyway, uh, what's the tip for the day, Bob? This oh. is our new thing. We're introducing Bob's tip for the day. Oh, well, we're doing we're running we're doing two podcasts one after the other. I'm caught short on a tip. You caught short. You caught short on a tip. Thought about the next tip. Do you want a hand? Have you got a tip? I, well, what yeah. You got? I'm a, I have a cheeky tip. Oh, when somebody says uh, would about they ask about a tip, I always yeah. I always say never wash your face with soap and, <gasps> and be good to your mother. Never wash your face with soap. It dries your skin <laughs> out. Like, a good tip. That is a great tip. Yep. So never wash your face with soap be good, and be good to your mother. Everyone knows you should always be good to your mother. And use a quality moisturiser. Okay. Well, when you're talking about that, what about, I, I'm, I'm thinking, every time I go outside, you know, go fishing, go in the sun or anything, you, you grab me. Hey, you got your, got your sunblock on. Hey, you're like my mum in, in that respect. Well, if you can look at us, if you're looking at us on YouTube, because these are on YouTube as well. So if you want to see what we look like, we're there. Hello. Welcome to us. But Bob's has Danish ancestry, so he has a pink white colour about his skin, and I have way back Spanish, uh, Tur- not Turkish, um, Portuguese ancestry. So I just need to walk out in the sun and I go really brown. So mm. I'm constantly saying to Bob when he's going outside, anywhere, have you got sunblock on? And so often he forgets, and it drives me insane. Yeah. How can you not wear sunblock? I just can't help but slather it's the it on Viking my face. Viking ancestry. We, we, <laughs> you know, we're made for the northern hemisphere. And That's you did, for sure. You came out pink. Mm. Pink white, pink white. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, Bob, we're talking about how life rules really yeah. hinder your life progress rules. in life. Life rules. I mean, they, you probably do need some, but like too many. Oh, actually, we need to give away the book. Property it's, Millionaires Exposed. Today going to Melanie White. Melanie, great chat with you on the phone the other day. I wish you so much success in property development and life. And maybe some life rules today might be helpful. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that will be in the post to you. Yep. So you, you're right, Bob. Life rules do stop us moving forward. Yeah. And we need some. So what sort of life rules are we thinking? Are we thinking like just people like... You want a hand? What overanalyzing we, stuff? Or yeah. What, what are we talking about? So what I talk about with life rules are maybe sometimes people use absolute words a lot so I always do this oh, I yeah. can't do this I don't do this it really closes off mm. we look mindset to a, a non-growth mindset meaning something is or isn't possible and very yeah. often think we live in a gray area and if you're a person who lives black and white well, great, I know a few of these people. But black and white just doesn't work in this world. We have to have some flexibility. We've got a, a 
lovely lady that works for us and she's learning some new ropes. And I said to her, this is the system how we do it. But sometimes we do it like that. And sometimes that because everybody's situation is different and things are happening differently and you never know. So Mm. we live in grey areas. So I don't want to say to her, we always do that because we are flexible because that is life. And a great example of a life rule, Mm. I I have a friend, she's single. And she says to me, there are no men available. I'm like, that's the most ridiculous life rule to live by. There are billions of men available. The her rule is that. So do you think she sees them or finds them? No. No, because her, there's no eligible men out there, so she's not head, going to find one. It's a life rule she lives by. Does she even try? Or do you just give up before you try because there aren't any eligible men out there? And let's relate that to property development. Mm. If you are looking for a site in a particular patch, yeah. oh, there aren't, of, you know. Nothing stacks up yet. This, yeah. Yet there's, you know, but there are. 15 people doing a development. Why is that? Anyway, there might be a reason. But, but that's exactly it. If you've given yourself a rule, if you're using absolute words, check mm. in that, that that is true. You often heard me say, I didn't invent it. Never say never. Yes. Because every time I've ever said never, I've been proved wrong. Yeah. Never yeah. say never. Hmm. Didn't you invent that? Oh, well, there you go. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. I've used it. You didn't invent it. It's been around for a billion years, yeah. uh, and you haven't. But when oh, we do that, <laughs> when we do that, and you did bring up a type of analysis paralysis, because sometimes yeah. if we're living by life rules, something, everything has mm. to be ticked off, and unless something's perfect, you won't oh, go ahead. This so, is not a perfect world we live in. It is a very non-perfect world we live in. Mm. And it's changing so fast if you've given yourself a set of rules to live by. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. I mean, that raises all sorts of other things. But the yeah analysis, what is it, paralysis by analysis, well, well we see that. Yes. I've seen people on the surface looking really keen to do a property development and then they find a deal and they do the numbers and it seems to work and they just can't do that next thing, which is probably making an offer, going to contract. All of a sudden, and I think fear is a big thing. And is, other emotions come into it. Is that fear because they're, they're not ticking off the perfection boxes? It has mm. to be that. This is a life rule for me. It has to, has to have all of that. And if it's not working for them yeah. like that. Do you know it's almost an excuse. Oh, oh, it's not yeah. perfect. It's only 98% perfect, so I can't do it. Well, I do personality profiling, and, and so I do it through the DISC profile system, and I'm a practitioner, blah, blah, but within the mentoring program, people are allowed to have it. You know, use it, I'll do a, a pro, a, an analysis with them. We give it to them complimentary. But what people learn about themselves is uh-huh. interesting because you can find out that you are a person who does love to live within the rules things have to be right for you to move forward Mm. and that's okay but what is important is that you know that you're like that and often with when you're working with somebody like that you know i've worked with some scientists and people that are into uh, into technology often you know that's the way their brain works they're fabulous at that Mm. but they'll need that extra push because Mm. they can't do that moving forward because they're stuck with that analysis paralysis i I know who you're thinking about and I'm thinking about scientists. Yep. And I, I made the comment once, it's not it's not like a chemical formula. Yes. You know, it's not, you know, H2SO4 plus da-da-da-da-da equals that. And it will every other, it will, it's, it's an infallible 
law you know, of chemistry, mm. you know, whatever the, whatever the formula happens to be. Mm. Uh, you know, water's got two hydrogen atoms and one oxygen atom. It, otherwise, it's not water. And they're used to dealing in those definites. Yeah. I said, property development, you've got to just, like, be a bit more flexible. Like, mm. you certainly do the right due diligence, right analysis, which they did. But I remember making that comment. Yeah. It's not like a chemical formula that is always true. Another thing when people have life rules is they lack they lack the ability to be more adaptable. So say mm. you are wanting to do property development, you're time poor, like many people, yep. or we, our time is just taken up. Mm. I had a great chat with somebody yesterday and they said, I've, I'm in the era of my life when I'm doing so much and they're in that sort of 30 to 40 era. Yep. era. And I thought, you think it stops there? But anyway, <laughs> I, I let them have it. But... As in, I let them have that thought and that's yeah. theirs to have. Yeah. But sometimes when we say, I get out of bed at six, that's what I do. Hmm. That is a life rule that you're living by. If you're time poor and you need to spend some more time with property development, maybe it's time that you change that. Yep. Or I always go to the gym on this time or I do that. Maybe it's time you looked at changing that. And I know as working as a coach, I often use these words. And if you're stuck somewhere in your life and you're living by a life rule, Ask yourself this: How's it working out for me? Mm, I remember having that old chestnut. Oh, had a great conversation with a client way back early days in my coaching, and he was telling me he had some serious life rules and he was mm. having some issues about something. But I looked at him and I said, "And how's that working out for you?" And it made him realise, <laughs> "Oh my goodness." But that's a great question to ask yourself. How's mm. that working out for you? Because mm. when I personality, when I profile somebody, it's great. You learn all about you, your tendencies, what you're great at. And when you're under pressure, what you're not so great at. And yeah. what you need to understand is if something's not working out in your life and it's due to the way you are as a person, one being someone who lives by two absolutes, too many absolute words or too many life rules, how's it working out for you? Oh, that, that, that squares it up, you know. Even that example you gave before, uh, there's no eligible men in the city. You know, yeah. And it's a one and a half million person city, right? So it's like, well, how's that working out for you? you well, know, it's another, not. Yeah. And, and then I suppose you could say, well, in, in the last week, how many eligible women do you think found an eligible man in a population of one and a half million? Yeah. Five, ten, fifty, hundred? So put that on to... Or zero. In other words, population's going to f- finish because there's no, yeah, no eligible women meeting eligible men. Diminished. Eventually over. no more kids. Oh, well, can't be but right. You, we can relate that to finding a site or finding mm. a builder or getting finance. Or Once you have given yourself that absolute, um, but yep. your lack of, anyway. Absolute. Yes, absolute, but the lack of adaptability. So yeah. being, able to, um, being able to change what you do. Because you have to, because yeah. you're, you have to have a different result. Change what you do, change how you think. It's all yeah. part of it, I guess, part of the same thing. And when you, when you do do that, it often when you are rigid and living inside rules that aren't serving you, remember that question, you know, how's that working out for you? You need to understand you are missing out on so many opportunities. Yeah. There's no, nothing in this patch, like Bob pointed out at the beginning. And you're but, missing out to other people who aren't bound yes. by that. Yes, you are missing out. You're also missing out, if we take this outside of property development, mm-hmm. you know, connections, fun, other opportunities, yeah. so many things. If you live by a set of rules that don't really exist, they are just mm. ones you have given yourself. Mm. Yeah. I have to be in bed by 9pm. Oh, curtains have to be closed by 530 <laughs>
these, these are some life rules that I know of. Yeah, not, just some crazy stuff. Not around our house. No. And when you try and conform, Bob, to too many life rules, it can lead to stress and burnout. Because you become so stressed because you're yeah. not getting the results you yeah, want in life. Yeah, because life and society and the environment you live in isn't rigid like you. And you're not getting results. And you're not getting results. So it becomes quite stressful. Stress, yeah. Have you ever mm. found, Bob, have you had a life rule around property development that you had to change? Maybe in the early days before or maybe of more recent times? Um, probably when I was started... I was fearless. Mm. I didn't. I, I didn't. I honestly thought, why? Like I thought I'd found the, the, the you know the golden goose or mm. nirvana, you know, mm. because I I did. I found my first project. I, I I was helped by the landowner. It was a vendor finance deal. I did very well out of it. I didn't even spend five cents of my own money. I did a second deal with my sister's boyfriend who put the money in I've done two deals done well I haven't put five cents in, the, in, in any deal yet and I thought oh I'll be retired by the time I'm like 28 or 30 the way I'm going and reality check of course when the market changed so I, I, I mean that was a so you just signed a rule that you were just awesome at this I, new- I was awesome I was, I was the best developer ever I was just so much smarter than everybody else I'm looking around at it, it was a bit of arrogance, you know, but, you know, you need to get an uppercut sometimes when you're young. I mean, it didn't it didn't kill me. But I thought, oh, I must be smarter and better than everybody out there because I'm doing so much better. And, I'm, you know, look at me. I'm only in my 20s and I'm oh, smashing it. I'll be, yeah, you, you know, you are I'll the be man. living in the Caribbean by the time I'm 30 <laughs> retired, you know. And uh, so I, I guess I... That was a big adaption when I realised that I wasn't as clever as I thought and I was a bit stupid and I was a bit naive and I didn't know enough. So you'd assigned yourself a rule that you were awesome. But I didn't let it stop me. No. It was, okay, here's a correction. Mm. Okay, well, I'm not infallible. All right, well, that's okay, but I'm not giving up on this because it, I know it'll work. Mm, because it asked yourself that question, how was it working out for you? Well, mm. well, obviously you had an incident that made you think, holy heckers. I suppose I had some success before things toughened up and I had to you know, have a couple of to- tough times, a couple of tough years in the market too. And I got through it, worked hard, diligently, you know, learned, got through there okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, that was, that, was a, that was a lesson I had to have. But whereas some people, like if, you, if, if that was, if your first project's really hard and tough and you make mistakes and that, you probably might not do a second one. Mm. That's why people join our mentoring program, even for their first project, because they want to make it a good one. Mm. They want to get the wrong deal. Other things when you have life rules too, mm. you, you can become inefficient because you have to do that before you can do that. Everything has to be done in a particular way yeah. and it just causes a bit of inefficiency. So we're not getting through stuff like we could mm. or would or should. Yeah, yeah, and your, your whole time management goes out the door. I like an example I've heard you give and it's let's say you, you plan a holiday and let's say it's 100 kilometres away, you know, might be, yeah. we, you know go to the beach for a holiday what do you do well you hop in your car you know you do everything you do your preparation you know you put everything in the car that you're going to need and you and you leave the leave your front yard right you drive you're in the street you know where you're going i'm going to the beach it's a it's 100 kilometers away but on the way there could be some roadworks you know mm. and, and maybe you have to do a detour and there's stop lights and there's green lights but like you don't go out there and do your research and say okay i'm going to research make sure there's no roadworks on 
during this uh, you know hour and a half trip or whatever it is I'm like uh, how can I get the maximum like green lights or oh, what, what if you know like uh, like you don't do that so where am I going with this I don't know Bob I'm actually looking at you thinking crikey we might have to do a podcast edit here I'm, I'm unsure where you're going well where I'm going is you can't wait till everything's perfect Oh, so we're back, yeah, and so you, and that, you, that causes inefficiency because you're waiting for the times to well, be. Well, you're waiting for all the planets yeah, yeah. to line up in That's perfection, right. and yeah, you know, and that quick save there slows, on the podcast slows you down. Yeah, um, yeah, all all that goes with that. Another part, a, a life rule thing, limits creativity. When you're living by a set of rules, that a everything has to be perfect and has to be done in a certain way, and there's always this, or you're living by absolute words. Mm. It will hinder creativity. And if we relate that to a site, how often have we even, we've got recent mentoring students doing a, they're doing three, not, uh, three subdividing to three and three mm. builds. They didn't want to do that. They actually, initially they started off wanting to do a duplex site, oh, yeah, I think. Yeah. But they've, this is a crack deal, but mm. they had to change the way they thought about something. They weren't mm. stuck in the mud that this is what we'll do. Mm. They and, were adaptable and prepared to adapt. Yeah, yes, because if you are, it is very much a closed mindset type of thing. If you give yourself life rules, mm. you will be closed for mm. other opportunities coming your yeah. way because it's not how you do things. Yeah, you've got to sort of step outside of it and look at it from the outside mm. of the deal. Because when you're involved in something, like you're, you're in there, you're in their boots and all, it's an emotional thing, isn't it? Mm. And so that, that sort of ability to detach and analyse it from the outside, sort of unemotionally, that that can be a good thing. And I'm also just, you know, other examples pop into my head where people have thought they could get five and they got six or they thought they could get seven and they got eight and that, and has, and it, that was highest and best use, so mm, it did work mm. out that way. And, it, and developments have turned out incredibly uh, more profitable and that is because you've looked at their deal uh, and said, just because... Their life rule is: I trust the person, I trust the architect mm. who who gave me the plan or the the mass plan, massing plan. Mm. So you challenge that because sometimes you have to challenge stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but if, and I, you know, in their defence, they would not have known that was possible. But they also might be the type of people that have life rules, which mm. are people who make those plans are the professional and they know best. Mm. And that's not, you know that could have been without your set of eyes casting over it and then they knew that you know best uh, it could have been a way less profitable still profitable but you increase profits by a, a huge yeah, amount yeah i've had that conversation with architects I, I got an architect once to do two designs for me so i was looking at a it was a joint venture with a landowner so it was a fellow who owned two adjoining blocks of land he had two old houses on it mm. they were costing him a lot of money in repairs you know not great tenants you know and you could do uh, five potentially even a seven-story building on it so, uh, so I worked on, on that one with, with him. And I went to an architect I knew, whom I hadn't used before, but came well recommended. And I said, look, I will, I'll give you a crack at this. I said, what's the most we could do with it? And he said, oh, look, we might be able to go get to seven levels rather than five because it's more than 1,200 square metres. And I yeah, yeah, yeah realised that. And, and I said, look, give me a scenario. Max, absolutely max out the site for me. And I said, that will require basement car parks, won't it? He said, yeah, yeah. And I said, okay, do that. Just give me a scheme on that. How many how many units, you know, how many levels? And I said, give me another scheme. No more than five levels, on-grade parking, no basement parking on ground. Just give me those two schemes. And he said, oh, okay. 
So he gave me those two schemes. I ran the numbers. The smaller one was more profitable. Mm. Uh, and that's not un- unusual. Every level you go up on an apartment block, the square metre rate goes up. Mm. Basement car parks, particularly built to boundary, are extremely expensive, but you have to have a certain number of car parks. So, so when you go for more units and higher, you've got more car parks. This one ended up having to go to a second level of car park mm. to, to max out the number of units. Wow. And so two-level two level basement car parks are built to boundary, pier and beam are just like super expensive. And so I did two feasibilities and I showed him. I said, come around and I'll show you. I said, I'm going to do the smaller one. He said, what? You're joking. He said, well, wouldn't you do the big one? It's where the money, money is. I said, no, it's where the money isn't. Mm. And I showed him. And... Uh, the bigger one showed like something like a 13% margin mm. and the other one was, was 20%, the smaller one. Wow. I said, I, I couldn't even get the other one financed. Mm. So why would I do that? Oh, yeah, I don't, that's one story I don't know, Bob. I've heard a lot of your stories. There's another newbie yep. for me. Yep. What a great story. There's a great story. What about another one, uh, another, if, <laughs> another issue that can arise if you are having too many absolutes in your world would be just poor collaborating and networking because your rule, your life rule, mm. is that I only work with this type of person or I only work with this age of person or I only work with this. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be just put it out there a little bit. I do see where with in some areas, and I suppose we talked about it in the last podcast about using people that, especially real estate agents, that maybe have a bit of experience and you've got to get experience somewhere. But I do see that often millennials, sorry millennials, would <laughs> only choose to work with millennials they don't think other people are as smart as them. Oh, I, I, that's something. And is that a life rule? Um, it's not a rule I live by. I, d- I think sometimes that's something every, I notice. Every millennial does that. No, no stop it. <laughs> Absolutely every millennial. That, or, or maybe we could go the mm. other way. Someone like myself, I, I prefer, if, if I have a hairdresser, she's got to be at least the same age as me. I don't trust anyone touching my hair who hasn't experienced frizzy African-style hair like I have. I, I don't I, I just suppose I give myself, they are potentially life rules. That's a rule mm. I happen mm. to live by. Nobody touches my one. skin who's at least in their 40s. They have to understand what older skin is like. Mm. I have a degree in dermatology and yeah, pretty 50 much. other degrees. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, so collaborating at Network, if you give yourself life rules, I could be missing opportunities because mm. of that. But if we put that out to you as a, as a budding developer, are you missing opportunities because you choose to only work with that sort of person or perhaps that religion or that race or oh, that age that. or that... You know, I don't trust these people because they are like that. Where you've summarised a, a mm. whole type of person mm. that is so untrue. Mm. I've seen people like that. They they only choose to work with somebody. Well, it, it could be of the same religion. It could be anything, really. You know, and but then, like, why wouldn't you just choose the best? And if they happen to be mm. the, the same as whatever the group or whatever you're thinking about, then coincidentally that'd be good. But yeah. why not go for the best? Yes. Uh, but yeah, yeah, and I've seen people who flatly refuse to do a joint venture. Mm. So no way in the world am I going to do a joint venture. But then, you know, well that's fine. You know, if you've got you know, a big chunk of money sitting around, you don't mm. have to. That's fine. You know, nothing wrong with that. Mm. You know, the attitude could be, well, it's easier if I just do my own without another person, and that and that's that's a true that's a true thing. But I've seen people take that attitude, but with very limited money, and think, well, geez, like it's going to be pretty tough on the deal with only that amount of money and not getting any help mm. Mm. Uh, and, and they're, they're sort of 
because of that belief, I, I don't... And maybe they had a bad experience once with a joint venture partner, not in property development, could have been a business partner, you know, didn't pull their weight, could be, you know, something that their parents uh, experienced, who knows, you know. Mm. And they got this absolute belief, yet there could be deals out there with good people that could happily work with them and mm. they could do really well. And I've seen that on the odd occasion. And eventually they've come around. I, that reminds me of somebody uh, who's been through the mentoring program, Connie. She always says, United you stand, or maybe I gave it that tag, but I was United you stand the, if you want to do property developments. Mm. She's always looking, you know, she always looks to collaborate with people. A great, great collaborator. Great collaborator. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, collaboration. Good yeah, good attitude to have. And it's not a life rule. I mean, if it's a type of rule, mm. but it's not closing yourself off to, no. I live, I only do that. Because that also can put your reputation at risk. You, oh, they only do that. They only work with that. Mm. You know, mm. do you mm. want that sort of reputation? No, I don't believe you no, do. Not helpful. Not helpful in any way. And what about, just let's take this a little bit to mm-hmm. a sort of intuition, Bob. If oh, you're living by subject. life rules, are you neglecting your intuition? Are you not listening to what your gut says? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the old theory or whatever it was, was mm. you know, women have better intuition than men. Oh, that, that's an absolute, I just said an absolute then, didn't I? Mm. Women are more intuitive. But do you believe to, that to be true? Not necessarily. Uh-huh. Like my experience is that that's not the case. But then, do you have to analyse a hundred men and a hundred women, no, or a thousand men experience. and a thousand? In my experience is no. I haven't seen that it's ex- the exclusive domain of women. Mm. Uh, intuitiveness. Because if you stick to a set of absolute rules and that's what you decide that you live by, then when things are when you are intuitive, can, uh, can you? You're missing out. Yeah. What? What? Can you do anything to improve your yes. intuitiveness? Yes, you can. So, I when I studied under David Rock, so he's a neuroscientist. They the really man. the man. They really explained well intuition. It's what it is. It's your body's ability to notice stuff. And I'll give you a great example. Mm-hmm. Let's say you get home one night and it and it's dark and you go to walk up. You walk up the driveway, walk into the house or whatever, and you notice that the gate latch isn't where you usually put it, but it's only slightly off. You don't consciously notice that, but Hmm. your brain saw it. Hmm. Then you get to the front door and there's just something out of place. You don't don't go, oh, that shouldn't be there. Yeah, there's just something. something, So your brain notices really small things that aren't right. Hmm. And so that could be with a conversation. Oh, it could be a facial these expression. These are accumulating in your yep. subconscious yep. or something. Yeah, and they start tell that they start oh. telling you in your stomach. They start telling you intuitively, or we we call it in our stomach. Some people it's a gut feel. Tighten up a bit. Yeah, well, some people it's more in their head. It's like, well, that doesn't feel right. Mm. That doesn't feel right. I get goosebumps. It's something doesn't feel right. Reactions to it. you know it's something's not normal. by not yeah by not consciously. So to improve. And then maybe you walk inside and maybe you've been robbed and or, or there is an intruder or there's somebody surprising you it's a birthday party and, and, and people are in your house. But you just knew <laughs> there was it. something not right. And it's, let's go with the birthday party option. Mm. Perhaps it was your birthday, but no, everyone had played it down. But maybe your partner or your wife or husband, had, you'd seen them on the phone a couple of times. And oh, just Ooh. when it was my birthday, Bob was on the phone a couple of times over there. And I said, what was that about? And I thought, you know, that's not right. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, and we're supposed to be watching rugby. And I thought, oh, God, what are you up to? But I think that 
well, I know that to improve your intuition, that's becoming a little bit more mindful. And mindful is one of those words that we mm. all sort of go, oh, we, we walk away from. What mindful means is being in the moment. Be where you are. If you are being mindful as a mum and you're playing with your children, play with your children, get off your phone. Yeah. If you are being mindful as a dad and you're playing with your children, play with your children, get off your phone or do stop watching the television or doing that thing, that other thing that you do at watching the same the footy time. footy out of the corner of your eye yeah. when you're trying to do a jigsaw with your kids or something. If you are doing a feasibility, <laughs> do the feasibility. If you are walking through an open home, be there. You can have there. A wine in your hand when you're doing a feasa. <laughs> you can have wine in your hand for everything. But whatever, <laughs> don't limit it. But I, it just means that be in that moment mm. and the more often that you check in and become more mindful, the more that you'll notice the gate latch not ah, being shut properly okay. and so your body just becomes more attuned so if you wanted to take it to a next step Bob you could go to meditation and that's meditation is hard for a lot of people myself included but there are um, shorter meditations you can use even it's been proven 10 minutes three times a week is useful very useful there are massive peer-reviewed science studies that just tell you and show you that okay. that's a great thing to do but I personally use and if you want to check it out yoga nidra there is a 20-minute one on YouTube. I do it most days, and it's fantastic. It almost puts you to sleep, but at the end she says, well, I feel like I've gone to sleep. At the end she goes, and now open your eyes. And my eyes open, so I must be listening mm-hmm. at a level. So that all of that stuff helps improve your intuition. But if you are of the mindset that um, you know that's a life rule, that, mm-hmm. that, that stuff's mumbo-jumbo, yeah. or I live like this, oh, so you point. can't listen to what your gut's telling you because it's not following your life rules, well, then you're missing mm-hmm. out on something. Mm-hmm. You're missing out on personal growth, and you're missing out on potential property developments. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's a big story. Yeah. Oh, podcast, that way. <laughs> oh, it's a little... I know. Well, it's yeah, for you, not yeah, for Yeah, that, that is <laughs> my favourite field. So you mm-hmm. opened my mm-hmm. can of worms, and I've got them all wee soapbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I asked the question, can you improve your intuition? And that's... That's how you can. It's a five five minutes. You could do five hours. But. Okay. Well, Bob, I think we're there. I think mm. uh, oh, living by too many life rules can hinder your progress in everything Definitely. and yeah. success in life and your ability to meet new people and make new friends and progress forward and just everything. So, if you have got something out of it, let us know. And remember, book winner Melanie White. Check out the new website. I'm pretty sure it is live by the time this one comes out. It's very exciting. And grab a copy of Three Wines In from HilarySaxton.com. Yes. I would love for you to read that book. It does Three talk about wines in. absolutes in there because it's all about progressing forward. Mm. Three Wines I should, Great read. I should get a copy of it and show it in the podcast. Might do that next week. All right, people. Remember, our membership is launching right now. So if you're interested in joining that for a dollar a month, four fabulous courses. Dollar a month for the first month. Dollar for the first month and um, $149 after that. Four fabulous courses, getting started in property development, small subdivisions, renovations 101 and performance and mindset. So if you're struggling on performance, that will be the go. That's a fabulous course. Anyway, that's enough plugging from me. Anything (laughs) else, Bob, on on closing? You've said it all. As per usual. (laughs) (laughs) Have a fab week, everybody. Catch you soon. Bye. Bye.